0: Welcome to the Foreigners and Fathers podcast, where two new parents take on the quest of parenthood. This is a podcast where we will share and compare our experiences when it comes to life as immigrants,
1: new parents, and some other things in between. Welcome to episode 7 on the quest for significant others, that's right, Um, this episode is about finding that other party member that we really really connect to, Uh, so before we get into that, um, Bruno, how are you? How have you been?
0: I'm doing great, thank you, man. I'm I'm doing really good. It's been an, an exciting, if tiring, week, but I'm I'm doing really well. Uh, to report on the on the family side, that baby has developed incredibly quickly from one week to another. It seems weird. And oh my goodness! Yeah. Right? They, they go from like zero to a hundred in record time. It's like, I'm not going to grow, I'm not going to grow, I'm not going to grow. Wait, I have a test so that other people can check my growth? Let me show all my skills and keep them. It was Isn't weird. Nice.
1: Isn't it literally the same thing happened with Nico? On one week he was like, uh, didn't really uh, roll over, uh, wasn't really interested in even crawling or anything. He was just kind of met to it. He, he just liked standing up. And then suddenly, like one week to another, he starts crawling. He rolls over very nicely. Uh, he gets himself up on his own. He's starting to open drawers, and it's like, my God, what is happening? What is happening? Just from one (laughs) moment to another, like, slow down kid, where where are you going?
0: (laughs) Yeah, 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 it really makes you understand what people say, it grows fast, you gotta treasure it when it lasts, because next thing you know, they'll be moving out and going to uni, like, I always thought, yeah, sure, and now I'm like, what? Wait, where's my baby? Where's my, my newborn? Well, who is this toddler?
1: And they're only about nine months old, so yeah. yeah. I mean, that's actually a good milestone, isn't it? They've been outside as, as long as they've been inside, uh, which is mind-blowing as well. Because Yeah, think,
0: from now uh, on, it's, it's going to be the lesser half.
1: Exactly, and you know, we'll have an episode where we're going to talk about the uh, the pregnancy and everything. And I don't know how it was for you, but for me, the entire time of the pregnancy just felt so long. And thinking that he's been outside for the same amount of time that uh, that he was inside, it's just like mind blowing to me.
0: It's the same, but I never realized until you said it. (laughs) Because now that you, not really, it didn't click. Because when you mentioned, like, yeah, she's been pregnant for like three years, normal. (laughs) And <laughs> no, but like an elephant. Nim nim, nim nim is like wait, she like nine months, nine months already. Like it feels like three. What the hell?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, it's it's incredible. But um, so so anyway, obviously, you know, we're now on episode seven uh, on one of our most important quests for our podcast, for a lot of different things. Uh, one of our most significant um uh quests in our life that has helped us get here uh you know up until now we've covered how we got where we are uh, some hurdles along the way uh, but this episode as i said it's something about something massive and it is about us meeting our partner someone that we chose to spend our lives with and looking you know having this big decision because no matter what happens you know having a a child together it it like it bonds you together for life for better or for worse um and so this is a a very very important uh, episode
0: yeah no definitely it's it's something that happens again to equate it to nerd terms something that happens when the game starts getting serious yeah the epilogue is over when you get your first party member
1: that party member
0: that you're always gonna have in your party, regardless, like yeah. your starter, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. No. Exactly. That's that's exactly what it is. So, so for this episode, I, I thought what would be interesting uh, for us to 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 talk about is. What is our reality today? So, if we, if someone were to take a snapshot of uh, you and your partner, and uh, um, that said like a few stats, a few in- facts about where you are today, what would it say?
0: Well, Ron, the stats—that's—that's that's a weird way to put it. I don't even know how to, <laughs> to say it because what would be the categories? You know, it's like like uh uh, synchroniz- uh synchronization but if we were to give like a short briefing
1: yeah of... that's that's kind of that's kind of what i meant i didn't i didn't yeah. mean like yeah so we're about
0: we're about to be on our fifth anniversary actually we're just about to be on our on our wood anniversary
1: and uh she i don't i don't think you i don't like... think you're allowed to say that on the podcast are you
0: <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: she, she, unlike us, she's a Brit, born and raised, so she's been here her entire life, uh, as well as all her family is here, who are very welcoming, if I must say. Um, she is a bit younger than me, not too much, I'm not going to say her age, because I don't want to die, and uh, sure. we met playing D&D, out of all things, so I'll go into detail a little bit in a bit of how that started but we met things through DND like
1: like, share just, a lot
0: of game oh, sorry of games of taste what were you going to say man
1: i know I was, I was just going to say for context you you know she's younger than you D- Like I'm, I'm just saying this because it sounds bad on the podcast for those who are not within the context but what you said was literally she's younger than me but i don't want to say how young because i i, I don't want to go to prison is that what you said no but it's no, more- no no
0: no no no. that's your, your dirty mind i said i'm not going to say how old she is because i don't want to die Because you don't want to die, exactly. Yeah, every time you say a a, 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 a girl's age, they're like, no, don't tell my age. Okay, that was the context we needed.
1: You were the the
0: one who were like implying I was dating a 16 year old or something. <laughs> look,
1: look, all I'm saying is that whoever might be listening to this uh, might not know the context and all they heard was, she's younger but I don't want to say how old she is because I don't want to die. So, I'm just saying that, I think uh, that we just needed to I, demystify that, that context.
0: I think know? after that sentence, the, the listeners learned more about you than they did about me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> maybe.
1: maybe, maybe. Um, but so yeah, sorry, you I were saying... saying
0: we share a lot of tastes, like board games, video games. Actually, some of our earliest activities together was playing the same game, just passing the controller. You on your save file and I on and, and Let's compete about this. And oh, really? Till this day. Yeah, till this day, every every morning. Well, when we have the time now. Uh, but we, we compare Wordle. We still play Wordle just to be like, oh, I did it in three, oh, I did it in 5. And we're very competitive, but we're sharing.
1: No, so, so for context, Wordle is something that stopped being cool about two or three months ago, wasn't it? it was very cool yeah, for a yeah, month yeah, or yeah. two. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It's lovely. I, I think it's it's wholesome that you that you still do it. Um, no, but and it's I, I still did it until context. recently.
0: Because I don't know when this is gonna be heard for the first time for the kids, and by that time they'll be like, they were playing what Scrabble or what? <laughs> so, no, yeah, it's a it's a daily gaming which you have five attempts to guess a word that's the gist of it basically yeah and i keep saying that i'm at a disadvantage because i'm not native just saying just putting it out there who's and... winning <laughs> yeah Who, who's and... winning who's winning at her obviously oh, okay yeah well, i mean okay, it yeah, would yeah. be funny if you were yeah it would be yeah but no unrealistic uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, she's she is really into books like she is really really into books and into language and grammatic every time i'm i'm writing a text i'm like can you play the editor role and just check my <laughs> that my syntax is and everything is in order so she's hmm. obviously winning and yeah that's that's how we are as a couple and where are we right now
1: perfect um So let me tell you a little bit about uh, uh, me in that case. So I've been with my partner for about 11 years now. um, Just a little bit over 11 years. Um, And to be honest, we've been living together for close to 10 of those. Uh, We basically started living together uh, when we moved to the UK. And that was about close to 10 years ago. Um, We've been married for... Wait, 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 sorry
0: record scratch there. So you mean to tell me that you were dating for one year and then you decided to move
1: together to a whole different country with just one year of dating? Uh... Yes and no, I mean, the decision, so let me see, so we started dating in March, and we were together for about a year, and I knew that from the beginning that I wanted to move to a different country, and what it was, was that we had been together for a year and a little bit, when we made the decision, when we started living together, we had been together for about a year and a half, which, you know, I guess it's not much, much better than just a year, uh, and we did make the decision when we were together for a year, but yeah, I mean, that was it, and we were 21 so yeah imagine i mean maybe
0: i'm jumping ahead and you will talk more about this later into the episode but did you know each other before dating like were you classmates or schoolmates or did you just met have a a flash romance and then a year later you're moving to a whole different country
1: i mean we didn't know each other from before Uh, i'll get into that a little bit more okay okay i'm jumping the gun no 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 it's fine it's fine but um i will jump i will get to that in a second but yes we it's not like we met uh, and then it was like a year and everything we knew each other from before um but probably it was still a bit odd in retrospect because we were 21 and uh, knew each other for only a year and a half when we started living together so it was still uh, a bit unusual in a way but uh, uh, not quite as drastic um yeah so so yeah i mean we're about the same age Um, We also share a passion for board games, video games, travel. Uh, We share most of the same values and of the same opinions. And, you know, a lot of people say um, that opposites attract and stuff. But to me, people who earnestly say that opposites attract, usually they just like drama in their lives, to be quite honest. (laughs) Because if you don't want a drama in your life, and, you know, maybe you can call me boring or something, but if you don't want a lot of drama in in your life, if you want something stable, um, usually you would want to you know share most of the same core values and most of the same core interests and everything because uh, uh you know at, at one point or another like you're going to have to you know you're always going to love each other and everything but at one point or another you're going to have to learn to be like proper good friends together
0: yeah you're not seeing me but i've been silently nodding my head because i always thought about that that opposite attracts. It's like, yes, but I'm not a magnet mate. It doesn't have to work like that. Like, I want someone to compliment me, not to fight me at every, like, step of the way. I don't need someone who is my opposite. I need someone who can compliment me and I can compliment them, not just be opposites and clash and everything. Especially, like you said, in core values. Like, I don't want someone who their idea of fun is going around kicking puppies. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I I know what you mean. Um... I'm not sure we can still be friends though because that is my no I'm kidding I'm kidding. Uh... Well yeah but you're not my
0: partner though so it's. Oh different. that's
1: true so it, it's fine then it's
0: fine. Yeah it's fine it's fine.
1: <laughs> um, so actually let me go a little bit into that because we we've I've started on that so in terms of you know. If, if I were to, to tell this and I think that's the idea of the podcast if, if someone hasn't been listening from the start but the main idea of the podcast is to leave this as sort of a, a letter and sort of a, 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 a recording of our lives and our impressions to our children and if I were to to define this and describe this as like sort of a love story what's, what's our love story uh, to get a bit sappy um, so to answer your question as well the way that we met was that we met when we went to uni Uh, so we both studied in Lisbon we both studied uh, international relations and we went to the same class we didn't know each other from before but we um, uh, we met each other when we were about 18 19 uh, something like that so we were in the same class at uni and uh, we met there I mean first impressions I sort of liked her from the beginning, but not like in a romantic way. I liked her because I knew that she was... Uh, I don't know, I, I just gelled with her. She she was she was an interesting person, above all. Uh, I knew, yeah. like, I was an edgy teenager. I was 18 or 19. I was an edgy teenager. And at that time, uh, what it was is that my edginess was basically criticizing and making fun of the Twilight books. So some of oh, my first... Yeah. Some of my first interactions with... Um, uh with my wife uh, uh were making fun of her because she liked the twilight books uh oh, which she wasn't uh, them she did she did uh, look she was a she was a teenager the books had come out no she, there's she nothing wrong
0: about it it's just i didn't expect her based on what interactions we had to like it but that's what i was surprised there's nothing wrong with it i mean i know yeah, yeah but yeah exactly. there's a reason they're so popular
1: exactly exactly so this is this is the mature way of looking at things uh, i think that my way of looking at things was really you like twilight Pfft, you know what i mean so it was very mature. i was a very edgy teenager and uh, i think that she didn't really like me too much because of that uh, but you know we uh we met in the first year of uni uni uh, in portugal these uh, three years uh, so Uh, Or what happened was that, um, you know, we had a few classes together and stuff. And, uh, you know, even taking into account Twilight stuff, I still got on with her and I think that she still got on with me, although I probably annoyed her a lot more than she annoyed me. Um, And because I... I'm not sure if I had a crush on her or something, but I had a favorable view of her. Uh, But what happened was that at the time I was in my first or second serious relationship uh with this other girl and uh so so you know it's never something that i pursued uh with my current wife or, or anything like that um so what happened was that in my second year i uh, me and my girlfriend we broke up right and basically i turned into a bitter asshole. Uh, because I was annoyed uh, at at my uh, ex-girlfriend, I was annoyed with life, I was annoyed with everything, everything sucked and uh, I wasn't very pleasant to be around. And at the same time, uh, my wife, she was going through some of the best periods in her life, so she was going through an amazing period. And I would say that the second year was probably when we we, uh, grew apart the farthest. Uh, So... um, didn't really uh, meet for much of that. Uh, we were in our second year. Then on my third year, for the first semester, I went in uh, Erasmus. Do you know what Erasmus is? I do, but for the life of me, I cannot remember. So Erasmus is basically a program by the European Union that allows uh, students, uh, university students of one European Union country to go and spend a semester or a year abroad in another country of the European Union um, they give you sort of a grant to help you with the costs and you pay only the cost of your home university but what it does is it allows you to go and spend six months to a year studying in another country as if you were studying on your own um, So. So it's an incredible program. You know, I might talk about it more in another episode because it was definitely one of the highlights of my of my life and everything. And part of it is because if I hadn't gone to Erasmus, I wouldn't have been the person that I am today. To, and really, that I was, and that I was to meet my wife. Yeah, it basically it changed my personality. Uh, I became a lot more mature. Uh, because as i said on my second year i was a bitter arsehole because um i um uh, my girlfriend had just broken up with me etc and i was very bitter with everything and then i went on erasmus and it was like it was like the chains had been broken off of me I was completely I could be whoever I wanted to be I didn't have to be bitter uh, I just you know I wanted to to have fun I just wanted to chill so it, it it really really changed me and I became a lot a lot a lot more mature and that's actually part of the love story because when I came back from Erasmus I was so chill I was so happy with life that I was actually in that moment where I was happy with everything so I I got back home to Portugal and, you know, I didn't have any strings on me. I didn't have anything. So I just invited my wife for uh, coffee. And uh, she had mentioned on uh, the good old uh, MSN Messenger, um, that's a big (laughs) reference And uh, she she had mentioned that she um, uh, wanted to try one of the cakes at Starbucks. And Starbucks had just opened in Portugal not too long ago. Mm-hmm. the first one so i said okay well let's go let's, let's go and eat um some of the that cake at, at starbucks so i went there and that was basically our first date and uh, that was about 10 years ago and we've been together since so um so yeah that's 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 my story sorry it took me quite a, a long time to get there but uh, i wanted to uh, to tell it properly
0: Yeah, no, it's nice that you take the time it deserves to tell it. And it's quite the intricate story, too, you know? It also, it's, I mean, I don't want to put any preconceived notions there, but it very much sounds like the standard Hollywood guy bullies girl, but then turns out that he has a soft spot for them, and they have a lot in common, and there's an event that makes the bully stop being an asshole bully, so yeah, I liked it. It's it's nice.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't think it was that harsh. I wasn't bullying anyone, but uh, <laughs> but I Well, know what mean. <laughs> I don't know mocking
0: someone for their favorite book. I think it's kind of traumatic. Maybe she hasn't <laughs> said to you. Maybe she still has some repressed things, man. You don't know.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I will check that, and I will let <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> so yeah, um, and our Well, on around on our end. Thank you. Uh, It was—it's obviously wouldn't have that much history because it's been half of what you guys been through. But I met her. Yeah, I met her through, like I said, D and D, and I came here to the UK. And like I said before, I was like, well, I'm pretty sure people must play D and D here, right? A lot of the the culture of D and D is based around. Lord of the Rings and Lord of the Rings was written here. That was my logic, so I went into this web page called Meetup, which I have mentioned before, and I looked for a d uh, group. So there was this D&D organiz- uh, well, not organization, organizing event that a guy wanted to get more people into playing. So he organized uh, for DMS to meet players, and I remember going there. There was quite a large group. I arrived a little bit. Uh, earlier, but I didn't speak with anyone because I was shy. So I was just there in the corner with my backpack and listening to all things. And there was basically only two DMs and one pitched a game that was completely horrible. I don't even remember the whole thing, but he was basically saying, yeah, I play uh, a Cthulhu game, but it's it's going to have very like sexual stuff with like gods oh my and, God, and no. everything. And I was like, no. yeah, no, you completely lost me there. And the other one was like, yeah, I play a semi-high fantasy uh, fifth edition rules homebrew. And I'm like, yeah, that's the one I'm going. (laughs) So on the the first meeting, I remember she immediately caught my eye. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say, no, I didn't like her from the beginning. No, I was awestruck. I even remember in one of my daily calls to Mexico to my mom, because she was still there, I was like, oh, there's this girl in the group, and she's so cute. And so, yeah, that happened. But as long as, long along with that, she was really cool. I went, mean, she is, but I'm saying she was, because it was her in the past. And we got along really well. We started playing together, but also hanging out as a group. Not only her and me, we started hanging out. But I, I really felt chemistry with her. I remember we went to see the corpse... Uh, the, right, now, the... Ah, I forgot the name of this movie, which is really weird, because I actually was thinking about... but the one that has the Dread Pirate Roberts and Inigo Montoya and As You Will.
1: Inigo... no, no, you lost me there.
0: My name is Inigo Montoya, you killed my father, prepared to die?
1: Oh, that line, oh... uh, You know that movie, right? I'm going to pretend I'm not googling this.
0: I was doing the exact same thing, I'm going to talk so that people cannot hear my typing. That is
1: so embarrassing
0: for both The Princess Bride, there we go, that's what I was Uh, thinking, the Corpse Bride, and I couldn't get it out of my
1: head. Yeah, when you edit this episode, just cut this out and just put it straight into saying, The Princess Bride, and no one will know.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Future Bruno, do that. So, (laughs) I was, (laughs) uh, I went to see The Princess Bride, and we, well, we had a, a lot of fun, and then there was a moment in which I actually lost my current job and I was, like, really scared. I was thinking, well, I don't have a backup yet and I still need to send money to, to my mom back in Mexico. And the first person I thought of calling was her and she helped me a lot. She used to live in Lewis. She, she used to live, for context, Lewis is a town that is, for British standards, far away from brighton and she used to live with a family as well she wasn't living on her own and she came all the way down to brighton and she took me to eat sushi and she was like i'm sure you'll find something we'll we'll figure it out i remember she said we'll figure it out which for me was really
1: really important Mm. i was gonna say i was gonna say she sounded quite smitten
0: (laughs) Well, it's, it's funny that you mention it, because she always has to consider herself a demisexual. Like, I'm her first serious boyfriend. She had another boyfriend when she was young, and it, he moved to Australia, and it lasted like a week. And I'm her first proper, real boyfriend. And again, for context for people that don't know, demisexual means that you're attracted to people's... the way they think, and their personality, and their, their thoughts not by physical attractiveness you're not the standard i uh, looked someone i found them hot and then i start falling from them i if you don't know them you cannot feel physical attraction for them until actually you know that you feel a connection
1: so yeah also... i uh, i knew that uh, yeah I, I i didn't google that you I, totally I, knew I, that yeah no 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 <laughs> i i i knew that from uh, a while ago yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah you Oof. didn't you didn't just google it while i was no talking. no 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 <laughs> So that, in a way, that also makes me feel really proud, you know, that I was someone that she was able to like for me before. And also, to to be honest, it also was a lucky strike, because it's not like I'm the most attractive guy in the world. Yeah, no, but I'm funny, (laughs) though. Cut that
1: crap. Cut that crap. You're a fine individual, my man.
0: Ah, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm flattered. And... Well, anyways, after all of that, I was thinking, now, I have to go for it. I'll kick myself if I don't go for it. So I started going for it. And she was like, "Mm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Not straight up rejecting me, but basically she was very, uh, well, uh, for lack of a better word, unsure about having relationships because she never had a proper one. Yeah, so yeah, she yeah. was like, I'm not sure if dating is for me. Like, I never felt like dating someone. It's just, I, I'm not sure it's something that I'm going to do. So, but it's also funny because at that time we had already decided to be roommates because my contract ended and her contract with her family that she was living in was about to end too. And she wanted a little bit more freedom because she was living with them while still working, but also she needed to take care of the kids and there was, yeah. for example, this rule that after 8 p.m. you couldn't open the fridge and all of these things, right? So she wanted a little bit more freedom. So I was like, do you want to be roommates? And she was like, yeah, sure. I think, well, not a think, I know. That's the main reason why I actually confess, because one of my buddies from the group was like, mate, if you're going to live with her, you have to be honest and tell her that you fancy her. Otherwise, I will, because it's not cool to be someone's roommate and don't tell her that you fancy them. And I'm like, hmm, yeah. I guess it's fair. I mean, I don't I don't see it as not cool, because it's not like I'm going to do anything. But I, I see what you mean. So, okay, I'm going to put my cards on the table. Yeah. And, anyways, yeah. I remember I was like, okay, well, because we were friends and everything, I remember thinking, well, I'm going to buy her a ticket for Gogol Bordello, which is one of my favorite bands. And I introduced it to her, and she really liked it, too. So I was like, I'm going to buy a uh, ticket for Google Go Bordello, which is just the day after her birthday. So I bought the tickets and everything. And then it was her birthday. So the day after we went, and it's like, yeah, the concert is in a month. And I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, my ADHD was completely in full action. And we were like, oh, okay. So you want to just like hang out? So we <laughs> hanged out. And then the month after... Uh, in the concert i was like okay look we've been doing this dance for a while now do you want to date me and she's like yeah okay let's say not like that but that's basically what <laughs> i happened. was gonna say yeah she basically surrendered and after i crushed <laughs> her soul she was like i guess nah she was like yeah no okay i think i think this could be good and cut to five years and we have a baby so i think we're we're doing fine
1: I was gonna I was gonna say like do you think it's serious now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so I mean that's that's really, really good. I like I, li- I li- quite liked your story. I think, you know, it has a lot of fantastical elements to it in terms of like how you met and it being through D&D and stuff it, it really puts your interests and your passion for the same thing at the core of your relationship which I think is quite quite interesting as well um, so yeah thanks for, uh, for uh, sharing that um, and if you no worries, and 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 so if you had to go, if you had to go back in time, let's say that you know if you could have done things differently, would you have done things differently? Like if you had a do-over, let's say you go back to that point in your life or to any point in your life about the relationship that you have with her, um, what uh, would you have done anything differently?
0: Nah, no, 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 not really, and not only for this. I I keep thinking, oh man, if I could go back in time, what will I change? And I always think nothing because then i wouldn't be where i am and i'm really happy where i am at the moment so no i don't think i would yeah so even though i have i have really bad moments in my life really downs that are downs if i haven't gone through them i could be somewhere else and maybe i would be happy but it still wouldn't be my current life and i like my current life a lot so i wouldn't change anything but that is more of a, a big picture in terms of The question itself, like, would you have tweaked something here, make something there?
1: Yeah, let's go with that.
0: I The only thing that I would have probably changed is tell her, I bought the ticket for a concert that is after your birthday, but it's your birthday present. Just because that was really embarrassing. Oh, (laughs) like yeah it was like oh yeah no i got this ticket it's it's for the concert and and you have to come all the way down from Lewis. and there's like yeah we go there and the person in the in the till is like yeah that is it. like have you looked at the ticket it says this next month i'm like oh okay so that, I'm sure... that's the sure the thing i would change
1: i'm sure it's not i'm sure it's not as bad as you remember it you know we all have those moments and uh, uh, we always are a bit harsher on ourselves than other people are so i'm sure it wasn't that bad just a little bit embarrassing
0: to be fair to myself that's also a nice introduction to by the way this is myself this is my life this is my adhd (laughs) so you're gonna have to get used to that
1: (laughs) yeah exactly exactly love it or leave it (laughs)
0: yeah and how about you? What what would you tweak? Not Again, let's not go with the whole big picture of would you change, Like, what would you correct or tweak if you could go back and give advice to yourself a la Cirano de Vergerac?
1: I mean, giving advice to myself, I think that's, a, that's a, a different one. I think advice for myself would be something like, you know, Bitcoin reaches 30k or something no 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 i mean in terms Uh, of the relationship mate oh (laughs) the relationship oh yeah not in terms of buy stocks from amazon early you sure you sure okay (laughs) no just kidding uh but uh, in terms of the relationship um Uh, it's similar to you i don't think that i would have done anything tremendously different um you know i was exactly where i needed to be when we met in terms of where i was in terms of my maturity uh, where i was in my life so you know if i changed anything we i don't think that we would have met exactly as we did i needed to go through that breakup i needed to go through erasmus just to be that person that i was when we actually started dating i think the only thing that i i it's, it's not a regret, because I couldn't have really done much differently, but the only thing that I wish I could have done differently is that I wish I could have been more friends with her before. I know that she was friends with some people from uni and, uh, uh, you know... Hanging out a bit more and uh, invited she invited them to go to to her place like in the south of of Portugal and stuff like that. and I just I just wish that we had drawn closer as friends um uh, before, but you know, even saying that it could have changed things completely different. Obviously, I wouldn't cheat on my girlfriend or anything, but just having that barrier of being friends, maybe when I came back from Erasmus, I wouldn't think of her as a potential romantic partner, but I do wish that I had. Um, been a bit more friends before and uh, not to get too sappy or anything but uh, uh, for example I didn't have a chance I didn't have a chance to meet her mum her mum passed away before we started dating and I never had a chance to meet her no you know it's 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 more because of her, but uh, I really wish I could have met her mom, and I think that that w- that was the only thing that I would change is I would wish I could have grown closer so that I could have met her a bit more before, uh, before I started dating. But um, but overall, it's it's exactly what you said. I wouldn't have changed uh, uh, anything. So yeah,
0: that's good. That's good. And in terms of now not changing but what are your most treasured memories? Like, what obviously that is the opposite. Like, what would you that, what is it that you wouldn't change? What is what you treasure? Your memories?
1: Yeah, I think that the The best memories that I have with her, like when I think about our relationship, when I think about our highs, when I think about when we're at our best um, and like what I treasure in terms of the memories, um, I really like the the traveling that we've done together. We've we've gone to a few countries in Europe and to other places. Some places we liked more, some places we liked uh, less, but uh, we've always liked traveling together. We haven't been able to travel much recently due to baby and pandemic, which is understandable uh, but during our relationship during the 10 years we traveled quite a lot and I always really liked when we traveled together right? because we have a very similar way of traveling we would like the same things we like to go to, to visit the same kind of places we like to you know be a tourist in the same kind of way and uh, um, I really really enjoy that and um, so the other one would be when we were in our first year in Lisbon, before we had jobs, before we had um, real responsibilities, you know, when we were 20, 20 years old, and or 21, and we were just, you know, enjoying life post-uni, and there's a certain magic to being that first year you know we started dating it was our first year dating and you know she was in a crappy house in uh, the center of lisbon and uh, um, there's a certain magic to like discovering our relationship and who we are together and i really treasure that because it, it was really innocent and it was really um you know, I'm really nostalgic for that for that year and for the conditions that we were in. You know, I was helping her uh, uh, get sorted in Lisbon, and she was studying her post-grad. And uh, uh, I was helping her out because I was working. And there's a certain magic to that. And uh, that's some of my... those are some of my favorite memories. Um, uh, what, what, what about you? What about you? Well, what
0: about me? Like, favorite memories? I always treasured our anniversary trips. We have only traveled outside country once when we went to japan but uh, we had this pre-pandemic and i think even in pandemic because i think actually the pandemic fell off just on anniversary so we could do a mini travel it was just a day thing but it was and really close but still they always feel special uh, you know it's it's always really nice to go out and and do a different activity so that is is and I, there's a lot of funny pictures there's one in which we're kayaking and you can tell by your faces that i'm doing all the kayaking and i'm like yay picture <laughs> and it's yeah it's hilarious and i don't know it's really lovely and i also at the same time is i'm meeting somewhere new because i'm not from here so it's really yeah. nice also the renting of the flat when we went to see it and when I, cause it's, as I said in that episode is when I first started to, to hold my ground and be like, no, 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 that is not what you said. So she, she was there for that milestone basically. And we also get to know a little bit of her personalities cause she was showing a little bit of her anxiety there of, oh, this is starting to fall off. I'm not sure. And I was showing a little bit of my impulsivity cause it's the first flat we saw. And I'm like, this is it. This is great. We need to get this one.
1: So <laughs> it's yeah, exactly. I'm need like, it's, class. It's, it's,
0: it's right now. Yeah, exactly. But it was an organic one. It wasn't like a deal breaker, you know, it was like, okay, okay. And get in the house as well, because it was well stressful. But then when we finally got it, I was like, oh, this is the reward about it. I was like, And we got it. And obviously having the baby, like that is going to be my one of my most treasured memories.
1: Uh, you ma- you're making me you're making me look bad because uh, now I have to say obviously one of my favorite memories is getting the baby as well there you go <laughs>
0: there you go there you go so yeah and I, I want to ask you because obviously I already said it I already said how is it that we decided to live together because our contracts were ending and everything but how did you decide to start living together with your wife man
1: um yeah I mean well, I, I as as we were talking before you know we had been together for about a year and what it was was that Uh, You know, I I was coming to the UK, I knew that I wanted to study outside of Portugal and uh, to be quite honest with you, uh, because of a little bit of what I just said in terms of her mum passing away and everything, she was kind of also in the moods to explore something new, somewhere new, uh, kind of going like, let's set my own path and my own adventure. So, which worked out really well for me because, you know, I always knew that I wanted to go and to to uh, spend some time elsewhere, and uh, her coming up to me and saying, yeah, I'm up for it, let's go on this adventure together, it was like, I don't even know how lucky I was with that, because she was up for it, and she was like, yeah, let's have this adventure together, I want to go for it as well. And, um, you know, I, to be quite honest with you, I never really had any doubts about whether it would work as living together or not uh, which is quite naive looking back because I had never lived together with someone like that and I had always lived with my parents save for some time when I was in Erasmus in Prague Um, but um not thinking that things could go wrong was actually quite naive it worked out nicely don't get me wrong uh, but it could have worked out uh, badly but fortunately you know uh, we always lived together ever since we came to the uk uh, and uh, it always worked out uh, nicely uh, not without its hurdles of course as it always happens in a normal relationship uh, but it's always uh, worked out nicely so i never really had any doubt that it would work together call it romanticism call it naivety but uh, yeah that's where that's where I was but let me ask you something do you so you and you and your partner do you guys enjoy kayaking Then
0: <laughs> we only done it once and it's because ah, we right. tried to do a, an activity I mean I enjoyed it but it, okay. it was it was funny because there was a moment in which we were like having to go back and it was against current
1: and ah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah and you see the pictures and she's so like this is great, and I'm like my knuckles are falling away. <laughs> I'm like yeah, no, uh, but I-, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it thir- thoroughly. I quite I really, enjoy really, really like kayaking.
1: It. I quite yeah. Enjoy well, we should so do maybe, it together.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's for that's sure. I mean. a-, a couples' activity for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, but
1: my wife she doesn't like it that much. But uh, but well, they she, can just sit in the front and to... let us carry it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. That's what I was. Getting, that's what I was. I to wanted say. to touch.
0: <laughs> On something because I don't think it's naive I mean all my life actually a lot of ex-partners have told me that I'm too intense but I always thought my my philosophy was why start a relationship if you think it's already going to fail like I, for example it's not like I from the beginning told everyone that's get married because I'm not but I always thought okay so you're gonna be my partner for life and everyone's like well we don't know it might end it up like and all my friends, I saw that some of them were like, ah, oh, I think we lasted too long together. And I always thought, like, what's the point of starting a relationship if you're already thinking how it's going to end? So I don't think mm. it's naivety. Maybe I'm naive too, but I don't think it's, it's being naive. I just think it's how it should be tackled. Again, this is coming from my perspective, but I, I never saw the point of starting something thinking, well, but eventually it will end, right? Because then why start it yeah. all? I mean, that doesn't mean that you you are under the delusion that everything is going to be smooth. But one thing is knowing that you're going to have problems, and another one is knowing that eventually it will end. Because, again, I, I personally don't see the point of starting something that you already know is destined to fail. It's It might be my personality that I'm competitive and I don't like doing something that is not going to reward me uh, because mm. of my ADHD, but I, that's always been my my way of handling it so i don't see it as naive i see it as how it should be
1: yeah 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 that's uh, i appreciate that that's that's quite a nice view uh of it uh, so i appreciate that so not to get into specifics obviously but when when we talk about hardships when you talk about obstacles um like are there any sort of obstacles or main hurdles that you had to go through during your relationship it doesn't have to be with each other but what were your main obstacles that you had to overcome
0: well one that was a big one was for me to mix my families so bringing my family from mexico here and the whole arrangement of yeah my mom is living with us and my niece is going to live with us for a bit and i didn't handle it completely as it should be so it was a little bit of a uh, of a rough patch, or uh, uh, a dark moment, if you want to say it like that. It makes it sound way more ominous than it was, but yeah, that that was that has it been the roughest struggle, spot. Yeah, that that has been the roughest spot. And in terms of more casual uh, hiccups, I think what causes it are usually that in some aspects we are very opposite. Like I am very impulsive, and she is very anxious. So sometimes we do clash in dating, which is like, no, wait, let's let's not do this. And I'm like, oh, no, we should have done it already. But <laughs> other than that, I cannot think of anything else.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Um, I mean, it's, it's sort of... Let's see. Um, I was going to say it's quite—it's a bit similar, but it's not really similar. Uh, it's a little bit different. But uh, you know, every relationship has its hurdles, its obstacles. I think that for us, something that we struggled quite a lot with was that when we moved here uh you know we needed to earn money and uh, you know i've mentioned before that i had some different expectations of what i was going to be doing when i got here and how quickly i was going to be doing it so you know ra- money was running out and um you know everyone will tell you that uh, uh money is one of the reasons one of the things that puts the most amount of stress in a relationship um uh, well, that could be fun ironically that could be from having too much or too little um and um so you know we had to make adjustments and i had to study at the same time uh so it it was a little bit hard because it was like i had to find the money to leave and the, i'm not saying this like she was pressuring me to get a job and get some money it's not like that but you know just the thought of can we survive here do we need to go back and everything it just kind of puts a little bit of stress on the relationship um and the other one which i was i put this uh i i've I'm saying that this was like an obstacle or a hurdle in our relationship. It wasn't really about our relationship, but it was something that we went through together, which was when she went to uh, Brussels for a while. So even after we moved here, she was successful, and I'm very proud of her for it, but she was successful in getting an internship in the European Commission. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, It was really, really good because they had applicants from the entire European Union and she managed to secure it, uh, secure an internship. Obviously, that was an opportunity that she couldn't refuse, you know. Uh, So she had to go to Brussels uh, and she stayed there for about six months, which was the length of the internship. And she did really, really well and it was an amazing experience and she learned a lot from it. But it was also really, really, really hard uh, because she was away from from me, uh, because she had to live with people that she didn't know, because suddenly we had been living together for a few years already, and suddenly, uh, you know, she was kind of thrown into a situation um, that she wasn't familiar with, and that is actually one of my main regrets during our relationship: is that i at the time due to my job i didn't go with her to brussels uh to um because i wanted to go with her and i wanted to go like okay i'll spend the first week with you or the first few days with you just so you can acclimatize to it and i didn't get a chance to do it and it's stupid Uh, looking back I should have done it and I should have just told my boss look I need to do this Uh, I'll take some annual leave it's not really a negotiable thing so I'm just going to do it Uh, so uh, and that's what I should have done they wouldn't have fired me over that and they would have understood it but I think like I put too much pressure on myself and I didn't do it and I always regret it because it was a really 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 the first month for her there she almost gave up she all she was almost at the point of i'm going back i'm going to book a ticket for the bus, and i'm going back like oh, tomorrow wow. Yeah, and she, because she was struggling quite a lot, she was living in a hostel initially. She couldn't find anywhere to live with anyone, and so she struggled with that quite a lot. And she couldn't really stay living in the hostel, so uh, that was a, a real challenge during our relationship—not about our relationship, but during our relationship. So yeah, that was a big one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, no, it, it does sound like it. So, but again, yeah. it's—it has led to where. Where you are, you know? I know we, we touch about it yeah. a lot, but they're, they're, I like to consider it. And the reason why I hammer in it a lot is because I want the kids to understand that they're, they're forming experiences. Like, the the mistake affects you as, as bad as you are going to come out of it. And that can yeah. vary. Obviously, there are things that are way more stressful, destructive, and marking than others. But at the end of the day, it's how you react to it and how you overcome it that dictates how you're going to go after. Like, that's what they call shaping experiences, because it really does mold you, you know?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So talking about things that are a bit more cheerful uh, rather than just hardships and everything. So, okay, you know, you got to this new party member. You, you know, you met your significant other. You started dating. You've been together for a while. What's the click for you, for you guys to go like, actually, yeah, let's let's have a baby.
0: Uh, well, I wanted to be a father since I've been like 12. It's always something that I wanted. Um, you could go into a whole lot of details and psychoanalyze me as to why a kid of 12 knew he wanted to be a father. Uh, but yeah, that's always something that I wanted to do. And I was okay. always very open about it. And she always told me i don't i never thought about it like again i wasn't even sure about relationships oh, i don't really? know about kids well How yeah She like i never even knew about relationships much less about kids Uh hmm. but we talk about it and eventually she said she started whenever i was mentioning kids one day she said, like yeah so our kid is going to be like this and like that. I was like, oh, okay, so she's oh, on board now.
1: materialized. Yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah. He, I was like, okay, so she's she's on board now. And uh, one day we said, so when we buy the house, we should buy it with enough roof, room for the kids, right? And she was like, yeah, no, of course. It doesn't make sense to have to buy it and then buy another one. And mm. yeah, so basically when we got the house, it's like, okay, so we have the house. Are we having the kids now? And she said, like, well, yeah, I think it's time. Because i always been saying that I don't want to have kids when I'm really old and I'm not able to play with them or carry them around or be, like, rough and tumble. So that's the moment in which we said, okay, so we got the house. We're in the in the ladder now. We're both in a good moment of our life. This was obviously before we knew the crisis was coming, which at a, at a certain point is a blessing because otherwise that might have... Uh, put a, uh, the the anxiety on high alert and so like no 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 let's let's wait so that's that's the moment basically i cannot tell you the specific when was it that it clicked because it didn't click for me for me it was always there but there was the yeah. moment in which she said like yeah she started saying it as it's a reality and that's how it happened
1: you know for me it it was kind of always there as well in the sense that i never had any doubts that in the future I would want to have kids like I didn't know the specifics of it but I always knew that it was going to be at some point in the horizon and I think like not not like very early on but we had some discussions in our relationship that we always knew that we were going uh, that we were heading that way we didn't know the exact timings but we knew that we were headed that way but what i would say is that it kind of changed over the years so sometimes we were like i think that in the beginning of the relationship she was like okay i i want it very soon and we were like, okay, well, it's not quite here, quite not here. And then as time went on, she she actually changed. And there was about a period of about four to five years where she was like, I am not ready to have kids, right? So right about the middle of our relationship, she was like, nope, 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 nope. I'm not having them anytime soon. Um, and then at some point it was kind of like, we overcame that and she she was like actually I think I'm starting to be ready so you know our lives carried on and when we thought okay we're in a stable enough position financially emotionally um you know with our jobs and with our savings and all of that so it was kind of like yeah I guess you know it's I think this is this is the next step and this is what we've wanted for a while so yeah let's uh, let's make it a uh, reality
0: yeah that's that's nice that's it's it's similar that not entirely yeah. but it is very similar so it's, it's nice to know that it's a common occurring and uh, because usually and again this is just cliche so it it stands to reason that it's not um the the reality the blank reality but usually you hear that it's the the girls that wants to have kids and it's the males who are like yeah i'm not sure but in this case we the males the boys were like our kids and the females were like i'm not sure so it's it's funny that it happened to both of us
1: yeah that's true i hadn't even thought of that but uh, i suppose that's um that's true yeah that's that's kind of how it went for me as well so yeah definitely
0: good so and, oh yeah no, yeah. go ahead go ahead
1: no no go for it go for it okay
0: friend. well uh thank you uh we're so polite this episode i don't we <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that it seems a nice subject to close on it asking what is your secret like what is it that you could say these are the golden rules uh, when Nico hears this in the future if you could pass one nugget of wisdom what will it be
1: Um, I hate to be really boring and I hate to be well I don't hate but it, it's I don't want to be super boring, but I think that um, the basic advice uh, is basic because it's what re- what works, and that is communication. Okay, so oh, so uh, agree. You know
0: I didn't. Yeah, I, it, I think it was important to interrupt because I so agree. Like it no, sounds no, no, so no, cliche, no, but yeah, it is the foundation. Like it I, has I, to be. Yeah, exactly. Uh, any trouble that doesn't get spoken about will fester. There's no way to solve. Exactly. There's no way to solve the problem if it's not
1: spoken. Exactly. And every issue I've ever had in the relationship was fundamentally always down to how we communicated with each other. Sometimes it's because we misunderstand things. Sometimes it's because we don't say things. Sometimes it's because we say too much. But every single thing has been because of communication, and um, that. So 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 a healthy communication between the two people is key. Uh, but going a little bit more sideways so not to be like the 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 core part of it which is communication um i would say something that strengthens a relationship as well is going through hardships together and I, i don't wish anyone to go through hardships but if you are going through hardships whether it's yours whether it's your partner's if you make it If you tackle them together if you face them together if you you know if you if you work as a team to to resolve those that's when it gets really uh, uh, that's when the relationship grows positively
0: yeah no completely agree it's it goes back to what I said that they're shaping experiences so precisely how you overcome them is how it's gonna mark the, the future problems and it's it's exactly. basically what can also defeat you. Like it can be what be like. Well, this is the the stone that broke the pile. You know, the drop that uh, overwhelmed the glass. I don't know. There's Spanish sayings, so I don't know how to translate it. But <laughs> uh, there you go. The straw that broke the camel back. Thank you, brain. A little bit late. Exactly. Uh, but yeah. So I I completely agree what you're saying is you don't wish to, for anyone to have hardships, but you know they're gonna be there. So how is it that their tackle is what's going to mark, how is it that's going to continue?
1: Yeah, precisely, precisely. Um, so aside from what I've already said, which I think that you agree with, uh, any other secrets from your end? What, what would you say? What sort of advice do you want to impart to whoever's listening and to uh, to name them?
0: Don't be afraid to learn from each other. Uh, uh, oh
1: interesting i like that what do you mean my
0: partner didn't like cooking now she loves cooking and Mm. they were i cannot think of anything right now because i'm silly like that but there's also tons of stuff that i wasn't into that i'm like okay yeah that that's really cool so like the princess sprite no i love the princess Sprite since the beginning (laughs) (laughs) but yeah don't don't be too set up on your ways and don't be afraid of learning for the the other it's it's I think it's something that is really important because people are like, well, this is me and this is who I am. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that this is where you're going to be forever. And I'm not saying change your your core self. But don't be afraid of trying something new, especially if it's coming from a recommendation that someone you trust so much. So that's that's something that I think it's it's important. Don't, I like it. Don't be afraid to learn from each other.
1: I like it because it's it's not very common or very cliche or anything so i like it that it's it's a little bit different so yeah thank you appreciate that
0: yeah thank you thank you i'm glad i was i was able to lighten the mood so Hmm. i think this is the the perfect moment then to say say our goodbyes then
1: yeah i would say so
0: perfect so the usuals please follow us in social media uh, we're going to be everywhere as foreigners and fathers. If we're not there, that means that we don't have that social media. The webpage are going to be listed on the notes, uh, as well as links for the, the medias that we have at the moment, possibly. Uh, we have the uh, an email for you to write us now, which is contact at foreignersandfathers.com. Be sure to write about whatever you want. This week, the specific, we would like to know is your significant other a foreigner how did you meet what would you like to to for us to talk about in the future regarding other subjects about couples or even not couples so be sure to send all your your ideas there and the new episode will be available in a week again unless you're you're listening to the backlog and you're catching up in which case feel free to jump ahead and the next episode is going to be about something that we
1: touch base
0: here in this one, which is starting a family.
1: Exactly. We'll go a bit more into detail about how we got to that decision, what it meant, what it means here in the UK. So yeah, we'll touch a bit more on that.
0: Perfect. And lastly, just to do my shameless plug-in, I haven't done it in ages, but hopefully I'll jump back in soonish. I have a Twitch. It's Mariachi Viking. If you want to know the story of why that is my nickname, it's actually a on the on the episode of uh, geography, I think I don't remember quite well, but it's in one of those. It's a little
1: I think it is side yeah.
0: quest for you to go and look up which one is it. Uh, so if you want to go around and listen to me babble and while I play some games, feel free to do so. And anything that we think might be important enough to notice will be as a show note.
1: Well, thank you very much, Bruno. As always, it's been a pleasure. Go and enjoy the rest of your evening and uh, all the best to you.
0: Same. Thank you so much. It's it's really fun. I really, really enjoy this these moments with you. So thank you for sharing them. Say hello to everyone and I'll see you next week.
1: See you next week. Bye. Bye.